Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smart Health Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Keyes. As we continue our Lunch with Lawson miniseries today, we hope to bring awareness to and help tackle a topic that has had a large impact across local, national, and even international communities. With such a large footprint of possible victims, it is no surprise that the entire month of January has been designated to help raise awareness to human trafficking. Due to the nature of the crimes often associated with human trafficking, the incidence and the impact it has on victims uh, is almost impossible to calculate, and Texas is one of the top three states where victims are located. But one thing that can be certain is that St. Luke's Health has partnered with our communities to not only bring awareness to, but also combat against rising cases of human trafficking. So today, with my very esteemed guest, Dr. Doug Lawson, we hope to talk about all the ways that St. Luke's Health is taking on this terrible crime and how we hope to continue to provide help to those affected by human trafficking in our communities. Dr. Lawson, thank you for being here and welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you, Kevin, for doing this. Glad to be here. Yeah. And I always do a little icebreaker. Uh, so I know the last time we talked, we brought up your college football career at A&M. And I heard this year they invited you back to some pregame ceremonies. And I just want to know what that was like, especially considering not only was it a big game, but a big win against Alabama. That Alabama game was an amazing game. We Anytime you walk onto a field like that and there's over 100,000 people, it's pretty exciting. Uh, you get a real sense of what our college athletes uh, work through because there's a lot of pressure, a lot of eyes, and uh, and a lot of pride in that school. And I'm very proud to be an, a graduate, and it's always exciting to go back home and say hi to everybody. Very electric, huh? <laughs> to say well, the least. Well, as I discussed in the intro, uh, this topic has a global footprint, which uh, is really impossible to calculate You know the severity of its impact. And I'm sure in and of itself, it kind of makes the topic rather daunting to take on. So I'm very excited and happy to have you here today to learn about uh, how you and our local communities, our government, have taken action against human trafficking. So uh, let's dive in, shall we? Let's go. All right. So now before we kind of dive into St. Luke's, what can you tell me about the overall extent and big picture of human trafficking in general? Uh, how serious is it from a global perspective? Yeah. You know, first, Kevin, thank you for addressing uh, what we all believe is an incredibly important issue on this show and, and for inviting me to talk about human trafficking uh, during this time of the year. Uh, since January is uh, Human Trafficking Prevention Month, what we know from the work of the United Nations, UNICEF, and other international human rights organizations is that more than 25 million uh, people worldwide are victims of human trafficking. And trafficking involves... Um, the exploitation of women and children, as well as the forced labor of men and women of all ages by others for financial gain. Tragically, according to UNICEF, about 25% of this uh, terrible crime are actually children. He's, and I'm a, I'm a father myself. i got two young boys, and um, it's, it's just terrifying to, to think of, you know, the, the predators that are out there. So, you know, I appreciate you sharing those stats and um, appreciate you again talking about all this. So, now, obviously, human trafficking is a worldwide problem, um, and the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime has reported uh, reported to, to see an increase over the last 15 years. So can you help me understand uh, what has driven that increase? Human trafficking is a crime that's very difficult for law enforcement to identify because of how its perpetrators prey on the most vulnerable of people. These are individuals who often lack family or community networks that can protect them from economic and sexual exploitation. 
Many victims are lured into trafficking by false promises of paying work or caring relationships that they are lacking in their lives. And it's easy for the criminals involved in these activities to prey on people in desperate circumstances. Economic insecurity, a lack of employment opportunities, and political strife and warfare uh, that drive people to leave their homes in search of a better life are all reasons that trafficking is on the rise. Yeah, it's, it's sad. I, I know it's difficult, so it's a difficult thing to take on. Um, now that we have really seen uh, how large of an impact human trafficking has, what does the picture look like for Texas? Uh, I would imagine that being close to the border and being such a large state, that kind of makes Texas a prime area for human traffickers. You know, it does, and especially here in Houston as a port city. You know, human trafficking um, is difficult for many of us to fully appreciate. Uh, we're insulated from the realities of the challenges that others live with on a daily basis. They work hard to overcome those circumstances, but yet find themselves in a terrible situation. And Texas is ground zero for human trafficking in the, in the United States. Along with California and New York, we are one of the top three states where victims often are located. According to a 2016 study by uh, UT Austin, there are more than th uh, th 300,000 human trafficking victims in Texas alone. And you're right, Kevin, the proximity to the border is one reason why there's such a high incidence of this crime here. Many are not U.S. citizens and are without documentation and truly lack a social safety net that they can rely on for help. Yeah, and uh, I can imagine, too, that, uh, you know, with uh, you and having such an important role here in Texas, and we're going to talk about hospital systems, that this is passionate for you to be, uh, be addressing. So since hospital systems are a point of contact with the public, uh, I would like to have, I would like to think that they have a responsibility to be aware of and report suspected human trafficking. So what kind of work has our national and local government started to, uh, to help make sure that that happens? Yeah, it's, a, it's a very important point. Hospitals are on the front line of helping identify and provide care to victims of trafficking who often wind up in our emergency rooms uh, looking for help. In 2019, our state legislator passed important legislation that requires anyone who provides patient care in a medical facility to be trained to identify the warning signs of human trafficking as part of their licensure. In September of 2020, that law went into effect for all Texans who work in healthcare-related professions. And I'm very proud that we have trained at St. Luke's Health uh, more than 9,000 of our staff members to, across our Texas system uh, to uh, accommodate or to identify uh, individuals who are affected by human trafficking. Yeah, I actually did uh, some of that training. I know I know exactly what it's like, and I'm not even involved with patient care, but I think it's important for all of our, our staff members to, to know what, what to look for. So, you know, to piggyback on that last question, how, was, how, how has St. Luke's Health been impacted by human trafficking, and, and how have we adopted these legislative steps to not only comply but excel at being a stopping force against it? Yeah. You know, in addition to complying with the law and training our staff on the signs of human trafficking and how to care for those victims who come into our facilities, St. Luke's Health has launched a number of partnerships across our community to assist trafficked individuals in Texas. We are a founding member of the PATH Collaborative, a partnership of medical and community-based organizations established in the greater Houston area in 2020. 
that helps victims of trafficking. St. Luke's Health also funds and leads the, the Houston Area Human Trafficking Healthcare Consortium, a group of healthcare providers committed to providing trauma-informed care to trafficking victims. And in July of 21, we joined with Marriott uh, International's Houston Business Council in support of victims of human trafficking who receive health care at any of our St. Luke's facility. In this partnership, Marriott Hotels in Houston will provide donation of toiletries and other personal items to any victims of human trafficking under our care. This is, ju this is just one very small way that we can help victims heal and recover uh, and lead a more productive life. Yeah. Now, I really do like that St. Luke's Health has taken these steps um, to, like like we said, not only comply, but just really excel. And I just I just am I'm proud to be a part of an organization that does that. So can you go a little bit more into detail about how that training translates to what we talked about last time, which is high quality care um, and what the steps, the next steps look like for, for, I guess, reporting suspected human trafficking. You know, my, my wife's a nurse. I think we talked about that last time as well. And I would imagine that taking that first step could be a bit daunting and, and takes a lot of bravery for a nurse or even anyone who's involved with our patient care to say, hey, this might be human trafficking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a complex situation. Uh, St. Luke's Health trains our health care providers and community members uh, to be in a position to, to, to identify and advocate for victims of human trafficking. And we work to identify and address victims' medical, psychiatric, and social needs by building this comprehensive clinical community continuum of care across which multiple health systems while minimizing barriers to care. Really making sure that the work that we're doing spans a continuum of services that are available to our patients. Research shows that 87, almost 88% of human trafficking victims come in contact with healthcare providers, but they're not identified. Increasing training, increasing awareness, and ultimately increases the number of uh, victims that have been identified. Not only are we able to identify a victim that we are able to provide uh, specific care to address their specific needs. No longer are we overlooking the obvious signs of abuse and discharging back into the hands of the traffickers, but we are providing a continuum of care with our partners who are able to provide immediate housing and continued medical care, such as dental and vision, all of that which may have been neglected in some cases for many years. We eliminate known barriers, and this helps us provide more effective care to our most vulnerable patients. We collaborate with law enforcement so that the victims are not seen as criminals in the eyes of the officers, but viewed as patients who need support and encouragement. You know, I think because it, you can see such a passion that you have for this, is, does St. Luke's Health have a dedicated team or a leader who helps bring the best training and tools, resources to the fingertips of staff? And if so, what kind of role do they play in all of this? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, we're blessed to have uh, Kimberly Williams, uh, who is a very passionate uh, leader in this space. She's the director of our anti-human trafficking initiative at St. Luke's Health. And Kimberly has uh, developed an internal and external response to human trafficking. Not only does she make sure that our internal staff are trained across the division, she ensures that our community partners are also trained. She created and leads the Houston Area Trafficking Healthcare Consortium that meets monthly, 
with, with area healthcare providers throughout the greater Houston area. This group shares best practices, discusses protocols, and develops procedures to ensure victims have access to resources. She's a key member of our team, and we're proud to have her. Yeah, definitely a tip of the hat to her and a thank you. I think that, you know, what St. Luke's has done to help identify and stop human trafficking is, is, is great, all while upholding our mission. And, and I think that's just really fantastic. What can you tell me about how the two are tied together? You know, at the core is a, is a mission to show the healing presence of God in a world by improving the health of the people we serve, especially those who are vulnerable while we advance social justice for all. Victims of human trafficking are individuals who are members of our community, who are most vulnerable, who are deserving of our protection, our care, and the pursuit of justice. As care providers, we have a moral and spiritual obligation to live that mission in our work and in our daily lives. And in our roles, it is our responsibility to do everything in our power to help stop this heinous crime. Well, I know uh, we have some listeners here who are you know, listening to all of our episodes, and one of the questions I think that they might have is, you know, what can people do if they want to help? Yeah. Well, first, uh, it's important that everyone get to know the warning signs that someone is a victim of human trafficking and to report suspicious activities to law enforcement. Human trafficking is often described as a crime that's hiding in plain sight. Since it's not always apparent that you can accurately assess the nature of the relationship of the people you don't know. But there are warning signs, especially in the case of women and children. Some of those include individuals who appear malnourished, who show signs of physical injuries and abuse. They may appear, uh, appear destitute and unable to speak for themselves. There are a host of other signs that you can learn about online and actions that you can take to support anti-trafficking legislation and educate members of your community about human trafficking. UNICEF USA is also a good place to start. Well, thank you for sharing those uh, resources with us. And, you know, this has really been extremely helpful. Uh, it's great to hear that we have the resources, the appropriate training in place to help equip our teams with the right tools for identifying and reporting suspected human trafficking. And, you know, I'm glad to also see that we've been practicing with this with our staff and forming partnerships with our community since 2020. So it's a good start with it all. Uh, it's just another way that, you know, we can help the people that we serve stay healthy and safe. So Dr. Lawson, thank you again for joining me today and helping uh, give some insight onto what St. Luke's Health is doing to help bring down human trafficking. Before we go, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Kevin, just thank you for creating this forum that we can talk about important issues. Healthcare is an incredibly important part of our community. We have thousands of smart, passionate people who care deeply about our community. And St. Luke's Health is very proud. I'm very proud to lead an organization with so many committed individuals who are working so hard, especially at the height of a new COVID surge. Um, I guess I would just tell everyone to be safe, uh, use appropriate precautions, and we'll get through this together. Thank All right. you. Well, thank you again, and thank you listeners for tuning in. Uh, we will see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.